Welcome to The Sovereign CEO, a podcast where we explore what it really means to become powerful beyond measure. Expect to hear incredible stories about possibility, creativity, business, self-mastery, and of course, the great awakening. I'm here to be your hype girl, to give you strategic tools that help you win, and to shed a light on things that you really need to know. Let's work on mastering your mindset and mastering your mission so you can build an empire, live a purpose-driven life, and create more freedom within it, no matter what the world around you is doing. everybody. Welcome to the Sovereign CEO podcast. I am Carla Treadway. Um, I'm doing a quick little solo episode here. I want you I want to um, share about my incredible week. A lot of you have been following along with the story in the last few days on my social media accounts, but uh, I wanted to do something a little bit more in depth here because uh, a lot of people have been asking for it. Um, I just got home back to Ontario and to be honest, I'm still just absolutely beaming, buzzing from the whole thing. So in today's episode, I just want to share about how this materialized, uh, what went down at the event, what they talked about, who was there, uh, what the takeaway steps were from it. And I, I hope that today's episode just really leaves you lit up fired up, inspired, because that's certainly how I am feeling right now. Um, Before we get into the episode, I have to pay the bills. Um, I got a great membership. I have an epic coaching membership for people in this freedom-minded community who are business owners or who desire to be business owners. And the reason I made it is a, I think it's really important to be around like-minded community, uh, a place where you know there's not going to be pronouns in the Zoom bio, where you can talk about the things of the world that matter to you, um, and where people really get the importance of working outside of the nine to five matrix, the importance of creating more wealth, the importance of being happy, right now, pursuing purposeful work. So my business is not just a truther online. I'm a business coach. I'm a digital marketing bestie. I call myself your digital marketing bestie because I make it fun, guys. I make it fun. Um, To work with me one-on-one starts in the four-figure range, which is why I made the Sovereign CEO Um, super low cost, really accessible. I coach in there every single week, guys, for at least a few hours. Um, I help you with your branding, with your marketing, with your content creation. We bring in next level guests to talk about all things business, mindset, self-mastery, really everything you need to build a profitable business online that you actually like. And I'm going to throw that part in that you actually like, 
because there's a lot of people that are throwing out these strict methodologies out there that are telling you that you need a Facebook group. They're telling you you need a funnel. And I don't coach like that. I don't do that. I don't do strict methodologies. I help teach you methods. I help give you tools. But ultimately, if you don't love it, if you don't work that way, it's not going to work for you. So the Sovereign CEO is a container that will work for you if you do the work. We have a epic guarantee in the program. If you show up to calls, if you do our online course, this will work for you. This will work for you. I'm also sponsored by the wellness company. The wellness company is made up of awake doctors and pharmacists. Uh, They unapologetically stand up for medical freedom and they want to get you off of unnecessary pharmaceuticals wherever possible. They want to help you uh, create a new health plan for yourself that is focused on lifestyle, on supplements, on diets. They don't just create really good supplements. Supplements, by the way, that they're trying to take away in Canada, just a little side note there, but they're also trying to build alternative healthcare systems. So we're talking about telehealth medicine. Guys, I already have this in the US. They're working on it for Canada right now. It's definitely a company you want to think about supporting. Uh, You guys also might have heard me talk about gold and silver. You're going to hear me talk about gold and silver a lot because it's really important to protect your money right now because when you take your money back, you take your power back. And I do lots of different things to protect my wealth right now. I also do lots of different things to create more wealth in my life. But gold and silver, precious metals, is one of the ways that I do that. And I do buy from physical stores, but I am incredibly excited about uh, this one digital system that I use because they can do things that the physical store just can't. Uh, You know, a lot of people have questions like, how do I know it's legit? There's a lot of fraudulent material on the market. What happens if I need to move? I can't take a bunch of heavy material with me. What happens if I need to turn it into cash? The system that I use easily solves all of those problems. If you are curious about the system that I use, send me an email, carlajoytreadway at gmail, subject line gold, and I'll tell you all about it. Okay, okay. I'm on fire. I feel like I've had 18 coffees. Let's talk about the Tucker Carlson event that I just got back from. Okay. Okay. Guys, I wasn't planning on going to the event. I saw the event. I was like, that looks really amazing. Um, Works kind of crazy though right now. I, I don't think I can go. I'm in Ontario. The event was in Alberta. Meanwhile, I'm over here, the happy little busy bee that I am, pumping out content like I always do. My nickname is the content queen. So I make content in relation to business. I make content in relation to the world. Well, one piece of content that I had, I guess, went viral on Twitter. And the video was called, uh, Hi, I'm Canadian. And I was poking fun at some of the atrocities that are happening in Canada right now. Everything that I said on the reel was factually correct. And I think that's why it actually went viral because it's kind of astounding when you actually hear what's going on. So I was getting all these messages, people telling me, oh, this this reel's going viral on Twitter. 
guys, I haven't been on Twitter. I'm kind of sensitive. You might be surprised to learn I'm actually pretty sensitive. So it's, it's going around Twitter, but my name's not on it. And people are sending me these messages and I, I just kind of think it's funny, guys. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm like Twitter famous, but like, in, but like incognito, which I just kind of got a kick out of. I was like, oh, that's, that's fun. So Tucker Carlson saw it though, and I guess he liked it. He thought it was funny. He thought it was relevant to what he was speaking to. And I get a DM in my inbox on Instagram uh, from Tucker Carlson's team saying, hey, can we, can we meet with you? And I kind of thought it was a joke. I poked around at their account and I, and I see these photos of them with Tony Robbins and them with Trump. I was like, oh, I, I, guess, they're, I guess they're the real deal. Um, if you haven't seen the real, uh, I'm, I'll play it here real quick, real quick. where we're trying to make it almost impossible to get any kind of vitamins or supplementation, but it's totally legal to have up to 2.5 grams of heroin or methamphetamine. Hey, I'm Canadian, where if you disagree with our political views, we'll call you a white supremacist, freeze your bank accounts, and beat you with horses in the street. Hey, I'm Canadian, and we don't like opposing views here, so you actually can't even watch independent news media on social media platforms, and we're about to take down podcasts and even Netflix shows that the government doesn't like. Yes! Hi, I'm Canadian, where it's way easier to get medically assisted suicide than an MRI or psychotherapy. Hi, I'm Canadian. It's really cold here. We have some of the coldest winters, which is why we are pursuing net zero because we actually use fossil fuels to heat our homes and we don't have alternative ways of heating our houses that work. Hi, I'm a Canadian. And if you're a journalist that even thinks about interviewing one of our high ranking officials, you'll go to prison. So he liked that one. (laughs) I guess a lot of people like that one. Um, I'm just out there hamming it up. Um, So I meet with Tucker Carlson's team and they say, you wouldn't want to go to the event, would you? Could you? And um, I said, "I, I could. And they said, well, Tucker Carlson would love to fly you out to the event and we'll pull you, we'll um, like pay for everything, your hotel and bring you backstage and you can make a piece of content with Tucker. Guys, I almost died. I almost died and went to based heaven. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me for a piece of content? Are you kidding? Like jumping up and down, so thrilled. And you know what? I tell the members on the Sovereign CEO this all the time, you know, your content matters. Your content matters. And this didn't happen just because like it didn't happen in one instance is what I'm trying to say. I've been refining the content creation process for years. I've been talking about authentic personal branding for years. The importance of speaking your mind, um, not showing up how you think you should. Guys, my, my first coach is watching my current material horrified, horrified because I was told that as a professional coach, you are supposed to look a certain way. You are supposed to act a certain way. 
And here I am talking about politics, bringing humor, um, talking about controversial things. That is not how I'm supposed to behave. I used to behave. Now that I actually just show up authentically as I am, now that I really know my brand message, that I know my ideal client, aka you guys, freedom-minded entrepreneurs, awake human beings ready to win, um, the game has changed for me, for my business, pardon me, the, um, my work is so much better. It's more fun, it's more profitable, everything is better. And I just want to share that piece with you because your content is really important. Authentic personal branding is important because look what is possible. Look what this, this was possible because of those things. Um, if you guys are looking for help with your content, by the way, uh, Content Queen is my next monthly workshop that's happening this January, uh, January 30th. So check out the show notes. I'm going to drop it there. Um, but let's go back to the story. So I'm like, heck yes, I'm going to come. I go down to the event and I, I meet with a good friend. We go for dinner. We go to this really nice restaurant in Calgary. Well, who's at this restaurant in Calgary? Chris Barber's there. Josh Alexander's there. Um, a, a whole table of conservative politicians. I went over to go and chat with them. We end up spending uh, the whole evening together. Really good group of people just to like start off the evening. Um, the next day, though, guys, for the event, it was just pure fire. I was so grateful to get to spend some time with Tucker and his team, first of all. Uh, but I saw a ton of people from the convoy that I haven't seen in a long time. I got to meet uh, a bunch of new friends like Cat Canada, Ava Chipiak, Andy Lee from Twitter. Um, got to connect with some old friends like Danny Bulford and his wife. Uh, my friend Aaron from Bread and Butter Wealth, Natalie. Uh, I got to meet a lot of people um, that are in my community that follow me on Instagram and Twitter in real life, like some really, really good humans. The event was massive and it was a full passionate room of all kinds of Canadians. There were a lot of suits there. There was a lot of wealthy, powerful people. Uh, a lot of people in, you know, big industry and in agriculture and oil and gas. There were a lot of politicians there. Maxime Bernier was there. Lots of conservative politicians were there. Uh, and then there were like parents. There were elderly folks. There were young people who all have their eyes wide open and who are ready to take action. The speakers, Jordan Peterson was there. That was a big surprise. Um, Daniel Smith and Brett Wilson were the guests. And there was a lot of shining a light on all the things that were going on. There was a lot of that. Uh, it was definitely, uh, it felt like a resistance, a revolution a little bit. There was a lot of hype a lot of truth-telling, a lot of bringing things to light. Um, I bet a lot of people in that room already knew a lot of these things. Maybe not. Um, but there was also a lot of hope, good conversations, and things we really just need to talk about. 
So this, by the way, coincided with the revelation that the Emergencies Act actually was unjustified, that it was illegal. This happened the day before the Tucker Carlson event. It was such an emotional day, you guys. It was such an emotional day for me. There were so many good things happen. To have that happen at the exact same time, we all knew the Prime Minister enacting the Emergencies Act was illegal. It was heinous. It is a wartime's measure act. And anyone that uh, disagrees with that, uh, this is the stupidest argument that I hear all the time. Well, what else could they have done? What else could they have done? They could have talked to them. They could have talked to them. They could have dropped the mandates. They could have listened to their voter base. They could have stopped the lockdowns. There, there were about, I don't know, a thousand other things they could have done before they decided to beat people with horses and freeze their bank accounts and pepper spray people praying in the face. Guys, you can have a differing opinion from someone. I disagree with people all the time. I don't think they should be beaten. I don't think they should be hauled off to prison. I don't think the government should con- should confiscate their bank accounts. If you do, please go move to North Korea because this is the kind of stuff we're fighting right now. This is a huge deal and I will never, ever shut up about it. This is a massive, massive deal. So we talked about that. The prime minister committed the biggest possible crime against his country by illegally enacting the Emergencies Act and he should be treated as such. This is no joke. In a world that talks about privilege, that is obsessed with talking about privilege, let's look at Western privilege, right? You guys, not you guys, the listeners, I mean like a lot of Canadians, the world, they think, oh, well, our country is better than that. Well, our country wouldn't do things that you need to worry about. So it's okay if we freeze bank accounts. Guys, there are rapists and murderers out there that don't have their bank accounts frozen. So we have the prime minister committing an illegal act. We talked about the Coots Four. We have political prisoners in Canada right now. They have been in the remand center, which is only meant to hold you for a couple of days. They've been in there for over 700. The remand center is a worse conditions than the jail because it's meant to be temporary. So they've been in there for over 700 days, no court date. They're not allowed bail. Again, we have rapists and murderers walking the street who were able to have bail. Um, And we don't hear that really talked about in the media at all. Um, We arrested David Menzies for daring to ask a question of Christina Freeland, who, by the way, has some very sinister historical ties. We talked about the censorship bills. You know, Justin Trudeau is trying to eradicate freedom of thought and speech so that he can hide his missteps and then they cover it in a shroud of disinformation, misinformation. This is totalitarian control. This is what people really don't understand when we talk about socialism, communism, and people say, that's ridiculous. We're not there yet. That's the point. Once we're there, we can't get out of it. These are the steps to tyranny. 
I have read so many history books, guys, the last few years. This is textbook what's happening. And when you have people coming here from Turkey, from Venezuela, from North Korea, from uh, Russia, from either communist countries or countries where their money has been printed into oblivion, um, and they're telling us, guys, uh, this is happening. We need to be listening to them. BC, uh, BC, Alberta Premier Daniel Smith was so graceful, so well composed. Um, she was asked about the coots for and basically said that she there's really nothing she can do provincially, that it is a federal issue. Um, she talked about the lunacy of trying to absolutely eradicate our main energy source in Canada only to experience um, just being on the cusp of blackouts. Guys, people die in blackouts. If you haven't followed this story in Alberta, they just had a cold snap and the energy grid couldn't keep up and solar and wind wasn't contributing anything to that. So you have Canada's most energy rich province not able to barely keep up with the cold how's that going to go when we eradicate oil and gas by the way you they're not getting rid of oil and gas they're just patting themselves on the back for destroying our own energy but then purchasing it from countries that produce it unethically like iran it's not going away. It's like people who go out and buy a bunch of organic cotton clothes, extra organic cotton clothes, and they think they're saving the environment. Or they go out and they buy a um, sixty dollars to $80,000 Tesla, and they say, well, don't be poor. Get rid of your $3,000 Honda and buy this really expensive electric car, um, which, by the way, requires batteries that are mined that are also not good for the environment uh, that require fossil fuels to power up the pumps to charge the car like the whole thing is ridiculous you know our environment minister has been to jail he's he's an environmental fanatic he's not someone that actually has a good plan if we had a good plan guys we'd be looking at nuclear wind and solar is totally part of the plan but this net zero thing is absolute lunacy. We talked about how mainstream media in Canada is captured and is acting as a propagandist arm of the government. Guys, this is one of the best moments. Uh, CBC was mentioned. Tucker is like, oh, by the way, CBC is here. 4,500 people in that room booed CBC. I hope that person just sunk into their chair. And really funny, too, because I was watching the reporting that CTV and CBC did after Tucker Carlson interviewing people in the street, uh, pro people protesting outside who hated Tucker Carlson. There were no protesters, not in Calgary. From the people that I spoke to in Edmonton, there was one. So that means that CBC and CTV, being the slimy bastards that they are, walked until they found someone. They probably walked into an NDP office, <laughs> right? They know that they are out of integrity. They know that they're a propagandist arm of the government and that they're liars. They're liars. They're corrupt. So I just found that really, really funny. Um, 
I was really thrilled to hear about Tucker Carlson um, speak about the persecution of Christians. It's not something you hear about a lot. He talked about the war on some of the most peaceful people in the world, right? Whose religious doctrine literally says, love your enemy. Of course, there are some bad Christians, just like there are some bad atheists and some bad Muslims. But the doctrine, the Bible, says that we actually need to love our enemies. That we need to be humble. That we need to serve other people at the expense of ourselves. So we've had 90 churches burnt to the ground in the last few years in Canada. And it's almost encouraged by this government. At least they don't speak to it. They don't care. This government pushes, made, not just offers, pushes. There are so many stories of veterans, people that are depressed or physically ill, having made, pushed on them multiple, multiple times. And now made is going to be pushed on people that are suffering from depression. It's going to be offered to children. And with more and more parental rights being taken away, um, the government's going to be able to push made on your children without your permission. They're pushing fentanyl on children. We have unlimited dangerous drugs offered to our population. I heard a stat that up to, I think it's up to $130,000 per person in, in drugs right now is being offered. Guys, you can go to a really fancy treatment center for about $40,000. There was a lot of talk about the globalist and elite organizations that our liberal government holds up on a pedestal and what they talk about. You guys, they talk about there being too many people on this earth. They are nihilistic. They have a deep self-hatred, a hate for humanity, and that's what drives their policies. And Jordan Peterson said, what do you do when you have too many mice in your house? You get rid of the mice. Well, the World Economic Forum, <laughs> what do they talk about? There's too many people on the earth. Pair that, pair those conversations with MAID, with our free drug supply, with eradicating our energy source. What are people supposed to think? I don't think our government cares about us. I don't know about you guys. A lot of things were brought to light. A lot of scary dangerous things. Daniel Smith is the needle in the haystack in politics. Um, I really, really admire what she's doing. She's standing up to a lot of these bullies. Um, if Alberta falls, and I don't think it will, then we're in trouble because Alberta, um, if Alberta falls, Canada falls. And Jordan Peterson said in, in Jordan Peterson said in the Bible, it said, um, <clears throat> to those who are given much, much will be expected. It's Alberta's responsibility to protect Canada's energy source right now. Uh, Alberta has to remain free to show the rest of Canada what's possible. And that made me really happy to hear. It wasn't a conversation about Alberta being sovereign, separated, but Alberta actually having this huge responsibility to Canada. And, and I completely agree. It, it really, really does. Alberta has a responsibility. We have a responsibility to say no, to continue to use our voices, no matter the cost. 
Guys, I lost my job. I know a lot of people that lost theirs too, and we had to rebuild. And unfortunately, there there are consequences to speaking out. I have a terrible social credit score right now. And we have to do it because there's consequences either way. We need more of us that are willing to just say no, to consistently, frequently speak the truth, no matter the consequences. I know it's scary, but it's much scarier that we could turn into a socialist nation, a post-nationalist state, which is something that Trudeau talks about a lot. Events like this, though, are inspiring to see the power, the wealth, the knowledge in that room, the fire, um, how we're able to all gather together in that way. It's inspiring because we all see the way out. The The venue in Calgary was smaller. I believe it was 4,500 people. Edmonton had 10,000. Look at all the people, guys. Look at all the people. They're wide awake. And it's only our numbers are growing every single day because we see this clear as day. We see the way out. We see people standing up and saying, mm, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. We see the obvious lunacy in the arguments or lack thereof of the elite socialist governments we see that we are standing in truth because we have the receipts everything else being pushed is a wild ideology that's so obviously causing harm and that's why it will all fail as frustrating as it is that other people don't always see our arguments we don't need to get emotionally triggered because they really have no argument to stand on, right? Like the, the energy thing, the climate thing, the gender ideology thing, it's all harmful. We have the receipts of what does work. Personally, I'm becoming more and more of a traditionalist because it works, because people were happier back then, because the families were stronger. Uh, the economy was better. I, I've changed a lot. Maybe this is an age thing. I definitely was a liberal before, but it also wasn't um, suicidal to be a liberal before. It, it is now because they're socialists. They're not, nothing that they do represents classic liberalism. Um, yeah, just a really powerful room. Lots of people are awake. It's happening every day. Um, after the show, I went to a few pubs with a lot of really hilarious, um, I call them the, the Twitter troublemakers, people on Twitter with great big accounts. There was this awesome family. I won't say the name because they want to remain anonymous, but there was this awesome family from BC that had actually gathered all the Twitter troublemakers together and brought them out to the event. Um, because they know the importance of community. They know the importance of these uh, voices continuing to be our independent media. Um, they know the importance of us gathering together. And that was really, really cool to be a part of that as well. Um, there's a family building, guys. There's an army building. And there's only going to be more and more people on our side. Um, I had two Uber rides on this trip. And one was this lovely man that was playing worship music. And we actually just talked about Jesus in the car ride. And I was like, that's kind of neat that you play worship music because I bet lots of people in that car probably wouldn't align with that. And he's like, that's okay. I'm just like sharing, sharing my love of God. 
I thought that was a cool ride. And my other one, uh, it was a guy from India who unprompted said, you know, I think, oh, sorry, that's my bulldog snorting. He, he says, you know, I think this, I think this new world order is a thing. I, I'm, I think it's a thing. And we talked a little bit about that. So people everywhere, guys, are starting to see it. If someone doesn't see it, that's not our responsibility. Um, but my, I'm personally more emboldened than ever to keep speaking out. Um, I'm super pumped um, from, and just my cup is filled from being able to be around my Freedom Convoy friends again. I made a lot of new connections. Tucker Carlson and I did make a reel and he's sharing it on his account. Oh my God, I'm freaking out today. Um, yeah, the, the world is crazy and it is a little scary, but we have to just keep on going. We got to keep on going, got to keep on speaking out. That is our way forward. We have to just keep, we have to become more powerful. Courage over comfort. Courage over comfort, whether that is using your voice or forging a new path for yourself. Maybe it's starting a new business, figuring out how you make more money. Maybe you need to move. I don't know what the thing is for you, but courage over comfort right now. Um, that's how we get through this. So again, guys, this all happened because of one piece of content, one piece of content. This happened because I was willing to speak the truth. This happened because I do authentic personal branding, right? People align with this messaging. You align with this messaging. Um, it's how we build community. It's how we find our people. We do all of this inside the Sovereign CEO. Um, again, guys, Content Queen is happening January 30th. You can be a king too. I'm just, that's the title because that's what people call me. It's okay. You can be a king and still come. What are we teaching? Content is usually pretty overwhelming for people. They don't know what to do or they kind of make random content here and there. I want to help you make better content that's actually aligned with what you're here to do, your work, your mission, your purpose. Um, so Content Queen is all about refining the workflow process. How do you batch create content? How do you develop systems that help you make more faster so that you don't have to live on your phone? How's that sound? So you don't have to live on your phone. You don't have to spend all your time on a computer. You can go live your life because sovereignty is about freedom. If you leave your job and start a new one on the internet, we just spend all your time working. Then you didn't create more freedom. <laughs> so systems like this helps you take your time back. So check out the show notes. It's going down uh, January 30th. It's 55 bucks now. It's going to retail for 111. Um, so get it now while you can at that half price. And anyways, I wanted to share that story with you. I thought it was super cool. We'll see if anything comes of it. Maybe it was just a super fun story. Maybe Tucker Carlson and I become besties. I don't know. I'll keep you posted. I sure hope so. But in the meantime, guys, I uh, really appreciate you guys listening to the show. 
Um, if you made it to that show live, amazing. If you missed it, a lot of people too have been asking me where they can uh, watch his speech. I believe you can go to his website, uh, you can go to his Twitter account, and they will be sharing some of the speeches there. Uh, highly recommend. I've shared some things to my stories, but um, I would go over to his account to see uh, what they were talking about. And if there is another opportunity for you guys soon, which I'm sure there will be, to connect with this amazing, awake, winning, freedom-y community, do it. Because it really fills your cup to be in person with people that get it, right? That people that want to change the world, that people that aren't captured by ideology, by the corrupt media, by wokeness. Um, it'll fill your cup. It'll fill your cup. Um, so the links for any of those things I offered today, guys, are they're in the show notes. I hope you like the story. Uh, I have a ton of podcasts book in the next little bit. We have some really cool guests coming from you, coming for you. So stay tuned and I'll see you guys in a little bit.